Hello, friends. Welcome back to the podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by From Within Records. We're about a month out from the one scene Unity Comp Volume 2 dropping, and I couldn't be any more excited. Just a month away, it feels like the first announcement was just yesterday. Time is flying by, and I'm seriously so excited to bump that comp. I'm excited to hear all these exclusive tracks from all the amazing bands on the compilation. And if you're not following From Within Records on social media, you've probably missed out on all the cool artwork dropping from the bands on the comp promoting the, their tracks on the record. So if you're not following From Within Records, go boot up your Spotify, not Spotify, excuse me, go boot up your Twitter, your Instagram, click that follow button and stay up to date on all the current news. But speaking of Spotify, have you had a chance to go listen to the new Striker EP, Fiel El Juego? If not, like I just said, boot up your Spotify, Bandcamp, Apple Music, Tidal, whatever, and go stream that EP. It's fucking awesome, front to back. I love these international bands putting it, putting it out there, and it, it's amazing. It always blows my mind when I just think about uh, my little bubble here in Orange County, California, and when I realize that it just stretches so much further, right? Places that I've never been, places that I might never even go to, but it's just awesome knowing that there's amazing bands all over the world. So I'm happy for them to be working with From Within Records. And like I said, please go check out Fiel El Juego. Such an awesome record. Also, like I always say, please support From Within Records because they support us. On today's episode, we had to track down our good friend, Ryan. He sings in a band called One Step Closer, plays drums in a band called The Fire, plays guitar in a band called Anxious. This guy is super talented. I am happy to be able to call him a friend. I appreciate him sitting down and taking the time to talk with me about everything that he's doing. It was really fun to catch up with him. Uh, I'm not sure if any of you were on social media today. You might have seen that new tour announcement terror drain one step closer and dare what a crazy lineup right you have uh, uh it's just just thinking about it that show is going to be so much fun for anybody wondering i'll be at the la and anaheim date it's, it's going to be great just thinking about how much i love all those bands and just the amount of friends that are going to be there the energy that they're going to bring i'm excited to see drain again i i love drain but i'm just so stoked on that tour so please Support it. Uh, go buy tickets when they go on sale. Uh, I know Chain Reaction goes on sale this Friday, uh, which is tomorrow, the day that this tomorrow from the day that this drops. But I'm just so stoked for one step closer to be getting out there and just doing awesome stuff. And they just signed to Run for Cover Records, so congratulations to them for getting on such an awesome label. And I'm just so excited to see them grow even more as a band. I saw their potential early on. That's why I had Ryan on back in 2018. I was a fan of the band. I'm still a fan of the band. So it was just uh, an awesome thing for me to be able to sit down and talk with him again. So please strap in, enjoy this conversation. And without further ado, welcome Ryan Savitsky to the show.
right, and we're live. Welcome back to the podcast, Ryan. How's it going? What's up, man? How's it going? Dude, it's been... Happy to be here. Dude, thank you. I- I'm really glad that you're down to come back on the podcast. Uh, it's been years since you were on the first time, which is crazy to think about. Whenever I uh, look back and see who's been on in the past, it, it trips me out that it, uh, it like this amount of time has passed. And it-, it also trips me out that I've been doing it this long. Dude, yeah, what was that? 2019, probably, right? 2018. Like the, it was the end of it was the end of 2018. It was December 2018. Dude, no way. That feels like forever. Holy wow. Yeah. Wow. Insane. I thought it was 2019, but yeah, that 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 makes sense. Mm-hmm. Well, a, a lot has changed. Uh, you know, when it comes to the band, one step closer. But um, you also play in a couple other bands, which um, I'm, I'm sure we'll get to. But like seriously, I, I'm just so stoked to to have you back on the podcast. So I, I just want to say thank you again for being down to do it. Dude, of course. Yeah. Thanks for asking me. I was so stoked when you hit me up. I was just like, of course, I feel like we kind of like build a friendship throughout these years. You know what I mean? So Mm -hmm. it's always cool to like come back and like just hang out and talk. So yeah. And if I'm being honest, uh, you know, obviously I'm having you on in the early days and just getting so much support from your area, just everybody out there and like the SWV. It's it's crazy to me because I'm such a fan of your guys' scene and all like so many great bands have come from there. So the fact that I've had so many of you guys on and the fact that I have so much support from your area, it, it means a lot to me. Dude, hell yeah, of course. Yeah, I know. Like, I mean, obviously, like Nate and Dan, for, like Nate from Choice to Make, Dan from Warren and like uh I know. I feel like you've had a yeah a bunch of people out, like just in the Northeast in general, which is like, it's just sick. Everybody's supporting each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, th- th- that's what it's all about. And I feel like that's how, um, you know, we're all able to help each other grow is just, you know, supporting each other's art, you know? Yeah. Hell yeah. Okay. Uh, well, one band I wanted to bring up uh, that I haven't heard much about is uh, The Fire. <laughs> <laughs> which it, it kind of came together during the quarantine, right? If, if I remember correctly it was like uh it's it's a it's a project that they from uh choice to make kind of was just like yo i have these songs like let's just throw together a demo and do whatever i honestly kind of forget when we i think we recorded it literally right before the pandemic happened Mm -hmm. uh i don't think i can't remember if it was or maybe it was during the quarantine if it was during quarantine it was very early quarantine and uh He's just like, yo, I got these songs. They're like, or like, I don't know, just like straight youth crew, like early 2000s vibe. Like that's what he wants to do. And he was just asking people to play in it. And uh, I was like, sure. Yeah, I'll play drums in it. I kind of like wanted to play drums in a band. And uh, we recorded that demo. And then I I honestly, I think there's like a 90% chance that uh, we'll probably never play a show. (laughs) But uh, (laughs) I don't know. It, it might happen. It, it, it might just happen, honestly, just because like if we need like a local opener for like a show in Wilkes-Barre, we'll have the fire open. You know what I mean? OK, well, I, I have a great idea or maybe it's already in the works. Who knows? But, you know, uh, this October uh, SWB volume two is going to happen. I, yes. I, I hope the fire can make it onto that because I feel like that's a, a, a perfect place for you guys to play. Maybe your only show. Dude, honestly, yeah, that would be cool. Like. Even or even if it's just like a secret set and it's just for like the Wilkes Bear homies, you know what I mean? Just like I, I don't know. We uh we actually talked about like jamming that and like writing more for it. Mm-hmm. And that was like 
very short-lived so i I don't know what's gonna happen honestly okay well i'm I'm hoping that it isn't short-lived because i I know there's a lot of people out there that like that demo Uh, i I know there was like those tapes that were pressed so uh there's fans out there and i'm I'm hoping that i'm you know if it doesn't live on past the demo i'm hopefully we can at least get one live set from you guys yeah yeah i hope so i mean yeah garrett did those uh he did those tapes for us and um i honestly like it's just funny because I'm just so like not involved with that project really at all just mm-hmm. because of like the other projects that I'm involved with. Like it was just like kind of taking up my, my time. So like, I didn't even know that we had tapes made until like they sent a picture in the, like in the one group chat and they're like, Oh yeah, tapes are in. I was like, Oh sick. Okay. <laughs> like, cool. But, but yeah, I think uh, I'll, I'll try to make it happen where we could maybe play at least one show. Okay. And, I, I didn't know that you could play the drums. Uh, have you been uh, doing that for a long time or is that something new? Uh, yeah. So I've been, um, when I started playing in like the first bands I ever played in when I was like 15, uh, the drummer for One Step Closer, Tommy, started teaching me how to play drums and I started teaching him how to play guitar. So that was when I was like 15. So I've been playing drums probably, uh, I don't know, I'd say close to like seven years now. Oh, like wow. six like six and a half years something like that okay well th- that's a good trade-off you know, you know you guys just trading skills Th- that's awesome yeah it was kind of wild because we kind of just both like i think from playing the respective instrument like so he was like you know obviously playing drums for a bit i played good guitar for a while so like i think just from having those other instruments we kind of picked up on the other ones a little quicker mm-hmm. and i mean that's how like a lot of like writing and stuff like especially even with like once a closer stuff like because of the fact that we're able to trade off if he has a cool guitar riff that like he's like bringing to the table then i can play drums to it and like we could like kind of write that way or we just switch back to normal and i'll play like i'll write like if i have a guitar riff written i'll play guitar and he'll play drums you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so it's kind of it's become super useful honestly and plus honestly i think playing drums is one of my favorite things so Okay. And do you see yourself trying to, well, obviously, like, I, I know you're going to be busy with uh, One Step Closer and Anxious coming up, but are you trying to uh, maybe in the future outside of the fire do more drums or is that just a skill you're just kind of um, learning in the background? Um, yeah, I think we we have this uh, heavier project that we've been working on, like through quarantine, uh, like mainly like last summer, we like Tommy and I kind of wrote like a whole demo. Uh, he's playing guitar and I'm playing drums in it. And it's, it's kind of like in the the realm of like foundation and uh, like bad seed type stuff, like kind of. Um, and we're supposed to be recording that pretty soon. Uh, we've been, we've been very uh, lazy with like getting that together, but I think we actually like, got people like we have like a full band now and like everybody we started practicing and stuff so like i think a demo should be coming with that sooner than later so that that'll also probably be a project that plays like maybe like three or four shows a year but it'll be sick i think hell yeah i feel like um, even if it's like super part-time like that it'll just make it that much more special and it's so cool to know that um obviously uh, you have your uh, you know bands like once Step closer and just where you guys are more busy but the fact that you're still um you know wanting to create on the side and just do these other projects and just create new stuff for your area i think that's really important and awesome dude yeah it's i mean writing writing music is like 
there's like nothing else, especially like in Wilkes-Barre, there's like nothing else to do, but it's like uh, outside of that, it's, you know, my, like, that's, that's like my creative freedom. You know what I mean? That's, that's what I look forward to doing. So like, as I'll, I'll do pretty much any band as long as like, I'm just having fun and like able to do it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. hundred percent. I feel like that's really important to um, to just have fun with it and just kind of see where it goes and try not to set the bar too high, if, if that makes sense. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Uh, and following you over the years, um, uh, since the first time we talked, I, I felt like I didn't realize that you're such a, uh, a, a like into skating. So like, you know, following you on Instagram and seeing all your skateboarding videos, I was like, man, how did we not talk about this like on the podcast when I first had him on? So it's seeing like you just kind of, you know, posting these videos over the years. I'm like, wow, that's awesome. Because I didn't know you had that skill. Dude, skating has been, I, that's been like part of my life ever since I was like, uh, probably like 10 years old. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cause my, my older brother uh, used to skate pretty heavily for like years when I was growing up. And uh, you know, he was just like showing me skate videos and like, he was always like skating out front of my house uh, with his friends. They had like a, this curb literally waxed like right in front of my house. So they were just like, always you know doing like fucking like crazy grinds and like just like slappy 50s and like stuff like down down the curb and then like bombing my hill because i live on like a a really big hill and uh i just thought it was like the coolest thing so then i i like skating was like probably one of the biggest things in my life probably through a lot probably 11 years old through like 15 16 Mm -hmm. like that's literally all i did every single day uh it was just get home from school, skate till I had to be home and then just like repeat, you know what I mean? It was like a seven day a week thing. And then once I started doing bands like more heavily, I kind of fell off of skating a little bit, which kind of sucked. Uh, but through quarantine and like, honestly that turnstile tour right before quarantine, like I bought a fresh board for that and like had a nice setup and like we were skating on that whole tour and just like, I don't know. When I got back from that tour, I was just like, damn, like I want to start skating again, like really heavily and just like try to like, like relearn like everything and like just get back to, to where I was with it. And, um, I don't know, quarantine, like that's, I had nothing but free time, you know? So I just skated a shit ton. Okay. Well, hell yeah. That's awesome. I'm glad that you're still able to you know keep busy with that. And, uh, I, I really do enjoy watching those videos because, um, you know, I also follow like angel from dare and I feel like that's all he's doing these days as well as like, you know, the majority of his stuff on Instagram is all skateboard stuff. So when I see your guys' videos, I'm like, oh, that that's so awesome. It's, it's entertaining to watch my friends skate. Dude. Yeah. Hell yeah. I, I agree. I mean, I, I, I see angel skating. Like it's literally like every day he's posting something on his Instagram story of him skating. It's so sick. Mm-hmm. It's so cool also. Cause like I've seen, like even like, you know, our boy Ross uh, has just been progressing like crazy over this past year through quarantine. Like he's just gotten like so much better at skating and like to the point where I'm just like, dude, like you're doing shit like uh, like I I never would even expected like you to be doing. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. It's just like it's really cool to watch your friends progress and just like flourish like that. So I, I don't know. I think I think bringing skating back into my life was definitely a big positive for me oh yeah and uh, i want to switch gears and uh, you know talk about one step closer you mentioned that turnstile tour uh, last year and uh, you know i, I from watching from like the outside and you know, seeing you guys go overseas and then having 
the you know the, the world kind of shut down and you guys were you know out there um in uh, europe and then you guys got the notice like hey like the, the borders are going to close you guys got to get back home uh, like how was that for you guys because obviously like I've, I've seen like you know some footage and a bunch of photos and the tour looked awesome but i'm just kind of curious like what your mindset was when you're like holy shit like i gotta get home like we're about to you know be in this crazy pandemic that night was uh it was <laughs> it was it was a pretty crazy night just because we were all staying like every band we were all staying at the same hotel and we were all like just a couple rooms down from each other and um we uh actually i think the first person that called me or texted me was uh connor from magnitude mm-hmm. he like shot me a text and he was like yo did you guys see the news like Trump's closing the borders? And then like two seconds, like I, I see that text and then like another one possibly he's like, y'all might be stuck there. Like you got to get the fuck out like now, you know what I mean? And then literally from that text within like 10 minutes, my phone was just exploding, like completely exploding with like my family and just like other friends from like our area, like that, you know, outside of the hardcore scene and like that, that we're like really tight with, like just being like, yo, you need to, you guys need to like get on a flight like ASAP and come home, you know? So, uh, shout out to like Vitalo and, and his whole crew with like helping us out because he's the one who like booked that whole turnstile tour and like, you know, cause he, he manages turnstile and stuff. And like, he like they were like helping us find flights and like you know what i mean getting us like situated and like after like three hours of like going crazy over there at this point it's like four in the morning i think mm-hmm. and we finally like secure some flights for like that friday that was like i think it was wednesday and uh we were flying out friday but i mean it was cool like everything everything ended up working out but i was bummed because obviously like that it was like kind of up in the air with like is the london show still going to happen on friday or not mm-hmm. and we ended up getting tickets to fly out of london at like 6 p.m or something like that so either way like we like we were, we were going to be missing the show if it happened and it ended up happening so we ended up missing it which kind of sucked because that was like like we always wanted to play london that's like you know what i mean mm-hmm. and uh but yeah dude it was it was it was hectic it was it was a really like hectic couple hours and just at the end of it i i don't know i'm just like i'm i'm just thankful we got to europe before the pandemic and didn't have to wait you know what i mean an extra year and a half to be playing there so okay yeah and maybe longer yeah, yeah. i can't even imagine what it'd be like you know that mindset because you know you guys are out there you know first time and you guys are you're doing this awesome tour and then the rug kind of gets pulled up from under you guys you're like holy shit like we got to go home and then you come home to this like you know whole different world and obviously like we're all going through it together but man yeah that, that's just so wild but i'm happy that you guys were able to make it back in time and not get stuck out there because i wouldn't even imagine like you know how it would be or what you would be doing if you got trapped out there Dude, it was crazy because when we when we landed, we landed at like 1030 or like 11 o'clock p.m. here. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it was like they had a huge line of people going through like, I don't know if it was like customs or like whatever it was, but you had to like go through like, you know, show your citizenship or whatever. And like they, they like let you go through. And 
by the time that we got to the end of the line, the clock struck like midnight. It was like after midnight. So that travel ban went into effect. Mm -hmm. And then we're pretty much like the first people to get like put into like a containment room kind of thing. And then like almost get not like interrogated, but they were like, really like, yo, like, why like why were you there like why are you coming back here like like all this shit like like really like you had to like like prove that you're like a u.s citizen and like like dude it was like kind of, it was like almost like a background check kind mm-hmm. of thing and uh like we were like the first couple people like to get like thrown into this you know what i mean just because we didn't make it past them like before midnight so it was just like it was like one thing after the next you know what i mean and then uh we finally got through that and obviously, you know, we came home to like, just like not mass, I wouldn't say mass chaos, but like it just, everyone was just freaking, you know what I mean? But um, yeah, it just kind of, it, it was definitely an experience and like, I'm kind of happy I lived through it because it, it was just, it's just something I'll never forget, you know? Mm-hmm. And w- when you guys were getting questioned, was that um, as a group or did they break you up individually? No, they, so we got broken up into like two or three separate lines. So like it was one big line and then people were like calling you by like station. Mm -hmm. So, uh, I got like taken by this other person and then like, then they all like, as we're at those stations, they're like, oh, you all individually need to go to this one room. And then we all kind of found each other in that one room, all just kind of sitting next to each other. And then they would call us up in there, like one by one, just like checking our citizenship and then like like asking us like mad questions like why were you in europe why were you in this place like kind of checking our passport stamps and like stuff like that and uh then like after they went through it all they're just like all right you're good to go they would like check our temperature and they're like okay fine Mm -hmm. and so it like i felt bad because like our like uh we had you know our family like picking us up and stuff from from the airport and uh we, we made them wait, like they were like waiting, like almost like four hours for us. So like, but it, it was cool. It was, uh, like I said, it was just an experience that like, I'll definitely never forget. So it was, it was worth it in my eyes. Okay. Uh, last thing on that tour, uh, what was your most like favorite experience uh, when you were overseas? I don't even know, man. I, I think like, I think the night we played Berlin. Uh, I, I remember getting to the venue and we're all just like skating in the venue. Uh, there's like this ledge, like where people can like sit on it and everyone's just like skating super fast and just like grinding it and just like, uh, just doing like really sick tricks. And I think the dudes there like didn't really know how to speak English very well. And they were like trying to get us to, to like stop, but they couldn't, like they didn't know how to say it and like get our attention the right way. So we were just like skating for like an hour. And then the tour manager, uh, Dimmy comes in and he's just like, yo, these guys have been trying to tell you to stop skating for like the past hour. Just like, you guys got to chill. Like, and like, just kind of like yelling at us a little bit, but like, it was just, it was just such a, like a funny experience. And then like later on that, that night, like that it was a sold out, like, Berlin show I think the venue was like SO36 or something like that it's like it's like a pretty big venue and like we like got up on stage I just looked at I was like wow this is like 
this is crazy. You know what I mean? Like we're in a different country and like, we're playing in front of this many people, like in a different country. I mean, and they're, they're not there obviously all to see us or any anything like that, but like, it's just such a cool experience that we're even here being able to do that. And like, at the time I'm like, you know, I was like 20 or 20, I like, I'm, I mean, I'm 21 now, but 20 years old, just like being in a different country, playing music was just like a, a crazy feeling. You know what I mean? Yeah. To, to have that opportunity to, you know, be that young and be on stage in front of like, you know, a ton of like foreign people, you know, uh, you know, obviously there's like, I'm sure there's people there to see you guys, obviously, because you guys are, uh, you know, pretty well known. So I, I can't imagine what that's like. Yeah. It was just like, uh, it was something I always dreamed of doing, but also like I've literally been watching turnstile since i was like 15 years old like going mm. to the shows in new jersey like and seeing them and like you know so that was also just like kind of a surreal thing where it was just like wow i've literally you know i've been a fan of this band forever and i remember like when Nonstop feeling came out and i wouldn't stop i didn't stop listening to that for like months straight you know and now you know we're getting the opportunity to tour with them so like it, it was just like it was just amazing. Uh, the whole the whole tour was just amazing. Turnstile is amazing. I love those guys a lot. So uh, I just had so much fun. I, I wish we I wish we could go back right now. Honestly. Yeah. Well, yeah. And shout out to Turnstile. Great band. Uh, love that new single that they put out. They're coming out here in August. They're doing like a, a three show run, which I'm pretty stoked on. So yeah, I saw that. Mm-hmm. It looks awesome. Okay. And uh, since the last time we talked, um, obviously, uh, Once Up Culture has done a lot. You guys recently announced, uh, you know, signing to Run For Cover Records. I'm curious, uh, how did that come about? Um, It was just kind of like, I don't, I don't really know how it kind of like went down and like who talked to who or like, you know what I mean? Like how it kind of got to us. But our, uh, our manager, Bob Shedd, uh, kind of just like reached out to me the one day and was just like, yo, like we have like this offer, uh, from run for cover. Like they're, they're interested in like, you know, putting out the record and like, honestly, within like a couple of days, it just kind of like fell into place. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I think like boy, at the time we are, we are kind of just like, we are kind of looking for like something like a little different than than triple b like not like obviously no shade to sam like we're we're like still boys with sam and like we we still like love triple b and like obviously like there's no bad blood there but i think we were just kind of looking for something like just a, a little bit more and uh we didn't know like if that was like in our reach at all at that time or like anything like that and uh when, when we kind of started talking to run for cover, it just like felt really good, you know? And like, we had a couple of like, just like introduction, you know, meetings and just kind of like started talking and like started talking about like what they want to do with the record and like different things. And they just seemed really pumped and like, it just felt good, you know? And uh, so it, it kind of just fell into place there. And like, I don't know, everything like so far, like with, with run for cover is it's been great. Like I love working with those guys. Uh, and you know it just it just feels good yeah no i'm uh when i first heard about uh you know that news i thought it was a a great move for you guys because uh there's not that many bands that you know uh that break out of like the hardcore sphere 
uh, and signed to these bigger labels. And, you know, and, you know, that's like, you know, for, for like, um, like, like many different reasons, right? You know, sometimes people don't want to people just like staying where they're at, which is totally fine. You know, do what you want with your band. But when a, a band comes along like one step closer, uh, who's, and, uh, you know, this is not me just blowing smoke up your ass, but I, I feel like when a band comes by like you guys that are like special and somehow just like, you know, uh, kind of just captures everybody, you know, like if you just look at, you know, that, that first U S tour that you guys did, like, you know, not many people can do that and, and you know, have that kind of reaction and, and uh, get that kind of love. So, uh, for you guys to kind of just like be on this crazy trajectory, you know, it just seems like you guys are just keep going up and up and just getting bigger and bigger. So, I think this move to run for cover is is awesome, uh, but also like um, when bands like when hardcore bands break out of the sphere and go to these bigger labels, um, I always uh, you know feel like it's like a huge risk because uh, for some reason like uh, the community will either be behind it a hundred percent or I feel like sometimes uh, the community will just like turn their back and be like oh that band's like a sellout or they'll yeah, just you yeah. know they'll just decide that oh their music sounds different we don't like them. But um, from my perspective, it seems like, you know, you guys have gotten a lot of support and I know a lot of people are anticipating uh, the, the you know, debut, um, you know, full length. So I, I'm, I'm so stoked for you guys and I'm happy to hear that, you know, it, it's been you know, good so far. Dude. Yeah. Thank you. I, I appreciate it. I appreciate the nice comments and stuff. I mean, like it's like I was super nervous, to be honest with you, just because of the fact that that is very true, where like it's like people either will like shit talk you a hundred percent for jumping ship on something or they'll be completely backing and like and just be like yeah that's fucking awesome you know what i mean mm -hmm. uh and i was really nervous because at, at first it didn't really hit register with me like that and then like two weeks before the announcement i remember talking to bob and just being like yo like are people gonna react to this like the way i'm hoping or is or is this gonna be like a shit show you know what i mean and are people just going to be like, oh, what the fuck happened with Triple B? You know what I mean? Like just asking, just kind of being like weird. And like, I, I, it like, it made me feel really good when, when everyone was just like super hyped because it made me feel like people actually like were like, oh, we like this band for the band and not for the label that they're on, you know? Mm -hmm. And I, and like, it just like, it just made me feel like a little more confident with like, just like, that transition and like making that step further i think for us like we're you know we're all pretty young and like we're at a point where it's like uh, like we don't know what like the like i guess the sky's the limit in our, in our heads you know what i mean and like we want to keep doing it we just love playing music we love touring we like doing that shit so like why not just see what we could do you know what i mean and like while we have the time while we have like the energy and the mo and like the just like the heart our hearts are there you know and like we're we're like we're in it you know so like that that's like i think that's important yeah no i, I feel like that's a great mindset because obviously you guys um, you know are still very young and you, you guys are you know getting these opportunities and I, I feel like you know why not take it like what's the worst that's gonna happen you know it's like i feel like it's better to, to you know to, to try and fail than just kind of wonder like what if that's exactly what i was saying to cut like to pretty much everybody it was just like like even like my family like when i was talking to them about it i was just like you know we could try uh, you know we could try to do this band and like fail miserably and i you know and i just like do whatever else i you know i have planned to like do and like whatever or like we could just tour and like have fun and and maybe it, it works out or maybe it, it goes well for a couple of years. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. 
I don't know what's going to happen, but like, I'm, I'm here just, just to enjoy it and like have fun and like, you know, capitalize on these cool opportunities that we have and just travel with my friends, you know? Yeah. I think at the end of the day, it's like, it's all about, you know, having fun and just, you know, being with your friends. So like, if we could continue to do that, why the hell not? Hundred percent. Finding that you know group of friends where you guys get along can act and actually do something like a band and and keep it going. I yeah, hundred percent. Like that, it's super cool to see. And and I'm glad you guys you know are are taking it to, to the next level and just you know taking these opportunities and willing to grow as a band, especially yeah. when you guys are you know so young. So I, I'm sure you have good people around you and you know I'm trying to point you guys in the right direction. So like I think it's just like really cool to see. Dude, yeah, it's we we've had like a lot of people in our corner just like. And not even from the start, like, like we didn't know anybody, you know what I mean? Just because mm-hmm. we were young and we, we were just kind of going out on a limb. We, we, you know, we made friends with like people that from the start that we we're still like super tight with, like a lot of the New Jersey heads from like fence cutter and like, you know, like the Perth Amboy area, like a lot of those dudes were like some of our first friends and like, you know, through like, I feel like they've backed us forever. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. like through that, it's just like, we meet, you know, met other people. And like, now we have like this corner of people that are just insanely supportive and just very like, you know, especially even like Bob, Bob is just very like helpful in situations. He like kind of knows everybody and like kind of has been through it. Cause he worked at rev for a while. And like, he just knows like a lot of shit. So it's just been like, he's been super helpful and just like, just like people from Wilkes-Barre that have been through it, like the, like, you know, some of the, like the Russins from, you know, title fight and Mm -hmm. stuff like, just like, you know, just having that, that group of people that have been through it and know know their stuff has just been, it's been great and definitely calms the nerves, you know? Mm -hmm. Okay. And so when they made the announcement, uh, you know, run for cover, they they posted that video to to YouTube, which I'm, I'm curious about. Is that you playing the piano or is that somebody else? So, uh, I'm bummed cause I actually, I really wanted to play the piano on that. I, I started learning piano like through quarantine. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, but I'm like still like not super, super great at it. You know, I'm still like, I'm getting there, but like, it's just like, I wasn't proficient enough to like play what we ended up writing for that. So that's like a riff. Um, that piano parts at the end of a new track and uh i guess i could spill that that's not too big too big of a deal (laughs) okay and uh but it's actually like part of a guitar riff that we wrote in the studio that was translated to piano okay and uh our the the engineer who was helping us is like his name's eric uh chesick and eric is just like this crazy mastermind musician like he's he's unreal and uh he we were working on that guitar riff together in the studio and he was like kind of helping me figure it out a little bit just like because i don't really know music theory or anything like that so like he was just like kind of helping me like translate this what i kind of wanted into like something and uh he ended up like taking that part and he was like yo we should you know maybe like maybe we should like think about doing this on like the piano for something. And I was like, yeah, that'd be cool. And then when he sent us the song, like a rough mix of it, the piano was at the end of it. And I was just like 
blown away. And, uh, and I was just like, damn, like a little bummed that I didn't record it, but like, I was just like, this is perfect. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, uh, so yeah, we use that for the, for the trailer or for, for, the, for like the announcement thing. And, uh, I think it, I think it like fit, fit the vibe, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I thought it was awesome. But a couple more things with that, um, you know, video, um, there are some, you know, uh, visuals you know, th- th- that were a part of it, of you guys. And I'm curious, was that from like this music video that you guys shot like forever ago that never came out? Yeah. So that music video will be coming out very soon. Finally. Oh, awesome. Uh, yeah. So that, that'll be out soon. Um, that we shot that back in November mm-hmm. and, uh, just because of like the run for cover stuff, like, cause that was kind of getting all figured out through like February, March, like, or April ish, like that, those like, you know, end of February to like the beginning of April, we were kind of like doing that whole transitioning time, you know, and like kind of doing, going through all that stuff. So like, and then with like record, record, uh, plants, like being so backed up and, you know, doing all that shit, it's just been like, it kind of like stuff got pushed you know what i mean mm-hmm. like naturally and and you know at first i was like a little bummed and like i kind of realized you know it is what it is and we probably obviously like you know wouldn't really be playing too much stuff till like the fall so i was like you know if it gets pushed a little bit it's not a big deal you know and uh we'll make do um but yeah so that video will be out finally for uh soon we just we took some some clips from that and uh made that that teaser so okay and and i'm curious were there multiple videos shot or was it, there was just that one so we shot <laughs> we shot one back in november and okay. then we shot one kind of recently but it was like we didn't like we didn't really like how it turned out so we might use like some of the clips for that for like something else or something mm-hmm. in the future but I think we're going to reshoot that video um, with a little with a little bit of a different idea that we had. Um, OK, but yeah, so so far there's been like two shot, but we're going to reshoot the one soon. OK, for sure. Well, I'm, I'm stoked. At least we're getting one soon. And I, I'm definitely yeah. stoked for that because, yeah, when uh, I, I saw that stuff being posted on social media, I'm like, oh, cool. A music video. That, that's one thing that I love from bands, you know, from like especially hardcore bands is I, I love seeing that creative side of, um, you know, people being able to take that extra step, you know, outside of um, the typical, uh, you know, physical release of records and shows, which are, you know, obviously that's awesome. That's normal. But I, I just love when bands go that extra step and want to shoot a music video and shows like, you know, like a different side of them. Yeah, I agree. I think it was, it's been something that we've always, you know, thought about doing, Mm -hmm. but I feel like for this record, it's a little bit more appropriate, like for the first LP, you know, like do a video or two or something, you know what I mean? Uh, I always think like with hardcore, like sometimes you could really nail a music video really cool, or sometimes it could like kind of go the wrong way. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I, I think, I think it's a little harder to make a hardcore music video like super sick just because like i i don't know what it is i i just think it's like just because of hardcore being such a live energy setting for the most part that like doing a video with that unless it's like like a more of a live performance type music video it's a little bit harder to get across but i mean i've like recently i feel like i kind of ate my own words with that just because a lot of more bands have been doing music videos because 
you know, no one's really touring or able to play shows. So like, uh, and most of the ones I've seen have been like super cool, you know? So like, uh, I don't know. We were, we were like a little hesitant at first and then just like doing them. It's just been mad fun to do them. So we're just like, fuck it. Like we just want to make them cool and like have fun. Like I said, so like, uh, it's, it's been, it's been dope. Hell yeah. And, uh, last year you guys, uh, you know, dropped that promo. How hard was it for you to kind of, uh, you know, uh, put everything on halt? Cause obviously I- I'm assuming that, you know, the, the promo came out and I'm sure you guys had more plans, but you know, signed to this new label, you, you kind of had to sh- uh, shovel things around. So how was that kind of waiting like almost, uh, you know, well, I- I'm over like a year, right? So the, we, we uh we we did the run for cover announce like signing like this past february so like a couple months ago mm-hmm. but when we put out that promo we had or you know obviously the record was supposed to come out like originally going to come out on triple b at that point so we had this whole time frame set out it was like we, we were doing um that europe tour and then we were home for like a month and we were going to finish writing the record. And then we did, we had another tour lined up and then we were going back to Europe and then coming back to play sound and fury. And then we had like another month and a half that we were going to like record the record through that time. And then we had another big tour after that, which was like a month long. And, you know, it was just like kind of crazy. It was just a lot. And everyone, I feel like at like if if that ended up happening, the record would have been rushed. We would have been like definitely feeling some type of pressure to like get shit done and like not really being able to like expand our creativity, you know, and um, like I just don't think it would have ended up as good. And like, I feel like not everybody in the band would have been as happy with like the final product as we are now. So I, I think like this quarantine was kind of like a blessing for us, you know, and I've been saying that to kind of everybody who's asked this question. It's just like, it's been a blessing just because we had time to be creative and do our thing and kind of just like, like put our all into this record and make it our own, you know? And I think if we didn't have that time, like I said, I I think everybody kind of would have been, uh, a little disappointed with how it would have ended up, I think. Yeah. And I, I'm, you know, I'm glad you guys were able to have that time to be more creative because uh, you can't really erase something like that. And, you know, if you put out a record and you end up not being happy with it, and, you know, it's out there on the internet, it's going to be there forever. And I, I, I'm just happy to, to know that you guys were able to, you know, have more time and, you know, be happy with something that you guys are going to put out. Yeah. It was, it was kind of, like I said, like just, it, it all just ended up working out for us, even though, you know, we didn't end up getting to do like the, the tours and like do some cool shit. Like I know we'll have opportunities in the future that like will hopefully make up for that, you know? Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, now that you're on, uh, you know, run for cover, there's like, I feel like more opportunities, especially doing stuff with label mates. And when I look at the roster, uh, I, I just have this dream tour of, uh, you know, one step closer and Fury doing something together. Cause I obviously like I'm a huge Fury fan. I'm, you know, living out here in Orange County, knowing some of those guys and just loving their music and your music. That That's something that I, I hope we can see in the future. Dude. Yeah. Where, um, I, I really, I, I really, really, really want to make that happen. Like, uh, 
I know Bob is super tight with those dudes too. And like we have other mutual friends. So I'm hoping that we could at least do something. I don't know how active they, they're going to be. You know what I mean? Cause they weren't like super, super active be- before quarantine happened. So hopefully we could even at least get like a handful of shows together. That'd be really fun. Yeah. Well, I'm not sure how much I can say, but I know that they're, they're uh, working on stuff. Yeah. I've, I, I heard that they're, they're, they're planning some something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I'll, I'll tell you what I know off air where I'm, you know, obviously I, cause I don't want to, uh, you know, share information that I'm not supposed to, but yeah. Um, yeah. Same here. <laughs> okay. All right. So yeah, that, that, that's a dream. Um, but also for anybody who hasn't gone to the run for cover, um, you know, records website and read that write up that Pat Flynn did for you guys, I, I think people yeah. should, cause I, I, I love it, dude, it, I was just like, I don't think I could have written anything better to like kind of encapsulate, um, you know, one step closer for people who aren't familiar with you guys. So I, I read that. I'm like, holy shit. Like for people who like aren't familiar, you know, that I'm, I feel like that's going to get them excited and want to check you guys out. And then kind of like this anticipation for the like, you know, the, the full length coming out. Just I'm like, I'm like, holy shit. Like that. It was just brilliant in my mind. I, I just love what he wrote and then like obviously there's like this long thing like super detailed but then he just kind of like breaks it down at the end with like this this one sentence and i'm just like dude, dude yes insane that's it i know I, it, when i first read it i was just like this is perfect like this is everything i because we i originally asked uh our friend ned uh to write it for us but he's super busy you know with like working and like glitter stuff mm-hmm. and like i i like I just like the, the person, like the next person that I was like, well, who knows the band, you know, just as good, if not better is Pat, you know, he's, we, he's literally the first time he saw us was in 2018. Uh, we played like our first Boston show ever. And, uh, he was there with like Sam and, uh, a couple other like, uh, Boston heads and like has been following us ever since. Obviously we, you know, we put the half heart shows and stuff, but like, it was just like, yeah, I know he could write something cool. And just like through, you know, talking with him, we had a couple of phone calls about it and just like kind of figuring it out. Like when he sent me that, I was just like, this is everything I could have wanted. You know, it's very poetic and just like for our band, at least, like I think that style that he went for fits us perfectly, you know? Mm-hmm. So I, I was, I was, you know, static. I was, I was loving it. Yeah. And I, I, like I said, for anybody who hasn't had a chance to, to, um, you know, read what Pat Flynn wrote about you guys, head over to the Run for Coverage website and read it because it, it, it's awesome. Like, I, I seriously thought it was like super cool. Hell yeah. Okay. And I'm like super stoked because obviously there's like, you know, that announcement was like really big and we're getting the um, full length and, you know, just about what, like 10 days from now, uh, which I'm like super stoked about. And um, obviously, that's uh, you know the, the record titled um, "This Place You Know." Um, I, I'm I'm curious. Can you talk about the title of the record, where it comes from? Is that a track on the record, or so it's not? We didn't want to name the record after a track. Okay. Uh, so it's a lyric from a song, but we didn't want to name it. Just like we didn't want to have like a title track on on the record for this one. And uh, the so the record title kind of it kind of comes from you know when we when we we're talking about doing doing like the i guess the story for the record and not that like i guess the whole 
how I, I'm kind of, you know, messing up how I'm saying this, but I guess the whole story for the record is just kind of like through me and through us of like living through kind of tough times in our life for like the past couple months or like, like at this point in time when we were talking about this, like we were all kind of going through a lot and, you know, kind of at coming home from touring and like doing all that stuff and then being stuck here with quarantine. I think everyone was kind of feeling like, man, you know, this is, this just like, doesn't feel right. You know, like it doesn't feel, it doesn't feel the same anymore kind of being here and like doing the things that we were doing at that point, like before that, and just coming back to doing those just felt weird. And, uh, growing up in Wilkes-Barre is just kind of, I feel like a very unique experience, I guess you could say. And I could definitely say that it's different than a lot of other places. Um, and everybody kind of has, you know, that place of like growing up and loving, you know, your hometown or hating it, you know, but everybody has that place and has that experience. So like everybody has that place, you know, and sometimes it's time to, to just go and like leave. And sometimes you grow out of that place and find a new place. You know, it's kind of like a, in a way, like a coming, a coming of age of like, just growing as a person growing, you know, in a relate, like growing out of relationships, experiencing, you know, death in the families and like different things like that, that kind of just like make your area feel less than what it was at one point. And I think through all those experiences that everybody was feeling, it kind of like that title just, just made sense, you know? Mm. Damn. Sounds super I, deep, but I'm, I'm stoked yeah, on I, it. I know that that's a lot. I know it's like a lot to, to kind of take in, but mm -hmm. the, like it was, uh, it, it almost kind of, it, it's funny. Like I didn't mean for this to happen, but the, the record itself, um, is in like a chronological order of events kind of. And like, like the record order, like of the songs. Mm -hmm. And, um, I didn't mean for that to, to happen that way, but like, as I was writing the lyrics and like the song, like the, the instrumentals were all written at different times. So like, and somehow like the way we wanted them ordered on the record just ended up being an exact chronological order of like, like what I was writing about at the time. So, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So it's like almost like a story kind of, and it, it, like, but not like, it's not like a concept album or yeah. anything like that. Yeah. It's, all just, I mean? yeah, it's kind of by chance that all that kind of came together that way. Yeah. And like, when I noticed it was coming together like that, I was like, Oh, we just need to make it happen like that. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So like, there was like two songs that I like wanted to make sure that they were in these exact spots. Like when we were like kind of discussing like the arrangement of the songs, and uh, it, it just worked out perfectly. So like, I don't know, it, it's, uh, it's hard. It's like, there's a, there's a lot of, um, I guess, emotion that, that went into this. And like, I think with everybody kind of being in the spots and positions that they were in, you know, mentally and just like emotionally, it, this place, you know, just kind of came to be. Hell yeah. I'm definitely looking forward to it. And, uh, is there uh, any sp like specific reason why you chose uh, June 29th for the release date or is that just how things just kind of happened? So, uh, 
it just kind of like so the full full record sadly won't be out june 29th i hate to break it to everybody but it'll be like pre-orders and like stuff like that you know what i mean mm-hmm. uh and, and we will have new music out obviously that day we'll, we'll be putting out like a new song and stuff like that so um but it just that was just like what when we were looking at the timeline like uh we're you know we have like a whole thing kind of planned out of like when we're going to be dropping different things mm-hmm. so in like the timeline of events it made sense that like that was the date you know what i mean nothing nothing uh superstitious or like oh we need it out this date you know what i mean or anything like that but uh it just kind of happened to be that date okay yeah i was like looking at the date and trying to find like correlation to something but i was like i don't i can't find anything and i was like maybe this is just like a uh, just something just a normal day you know yeah it was just it was just by chance that it was that day okay and i, I see a lot of people asking about those uh you know uh, scratch off stickers or are, are the stickers or are those just scratch offs no they're stickers yeah. okay uh and i see a lot of people asking like where can they get some because i know that you guys have some merch online but the stickers are nowhere to be found so it's I don't think they're going to be able to be purchased. I think it's going to be like, like obviously if you order anything through the Rush Recovery store now, I mm-hmm. think they're going to be throwing them with orders too. But I think whenever you order the record and like anything like that, I think we're going to make sure that they're, that they're in with like anything that's ordered with like one step closer and stuff like that. And uh, we'll have some at our show, like any shows like coming up throughout the summer and like stuff like that. So uh, they sent us a bunch of them. So, and whose idea was that? Because I think it, it, it's kind of cool. Because it's like, oh, like a little activity. And 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 when people get this, will they know that it's like a scratch off? Are there like instructions that say, oh, this is a scratch off? Or so there's no instructions. Uh, but you could kind of tell because it like the silver foil on the run for cover, like it just looks like like where the sticker is. You could tell like it. There's like little marks on it where you could almost tell that like you could scratch it. You know okay. what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it looks like it could be removed. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ross, who plays guitar and wants a poster, like thought of the idea. And when we pitched it to like the dudes that run for cover, they were like super stoked on it. They're just like, whoa, this is like, this is sick. You know what I mean? This is a great idea. Yeah. And uh, we didn't even know, like, I guess Supreme did like a sticker like that where they did like a, a full scratch off sticker like that. Mm-hmm. And like, I didn't even realize, but like it ended up, and like it just ended up turning out so cool and uh it was like a cool little teaser i thought for like you know run for cover like being able to like you know hype up you know a new signing for for them and just like get get people like a little bit more excited even on our end which just like well like that's something cool that i need to have like you know what i mean i'm happy that people want them yeah, hundred so. percent. And and think about all the, the people who aren't familiar that are ordering packages and they get these like scratch offs and they see one step closer and then that's that's a cool way to kind of get people intrigued. Like, what is this? Let me let me try to figure out what one step closer is. Yeah, exactly. So like it, I it, it kind of just like I don't know. It, it was just a cool idea that I, we were like it was actually like a super last minute thing too. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm just happy that we were able to pull it off. Hell yeah! No, that, that that's sick. I'm I'm hoping to get my hands on one at some point. Uh, collector's item. I want to frame it. Um, Hell yeah! <laughs> but uh, w- one last thing, if if you can tell me about the um, record coming out, I'm curious about our friend Peter Maria. Will he be returning to do the artwork? If you can speak on it. 
Um, no, he won't actually. Okay. Uh, and it's nothing again, nothing against Peter at all. Mm -hmm. It was just like, he did the for me to you art. Absolutely love it. Mm -hmm. Absolutely crush it. Did the promo art. Absolutely crush it. And like when we are thinking about people for this record, uh, we kind of had somebody else in mind for the idea that we were going with, uh, mm -hmm. The poster, like the announcement poster that we put out a couple of months ago about the record, that's not the actual finalized art. I know a lot of people think it is or like or like we're thinking that it, it's the LPR, but that was just like a poster that we got, you know, mocked up. Like it was actually like just something that ended up working out where just like, oh, this could be a cool poster, you know. Mm -hmm. um, but no, we had somebody else in mind and uh they did the the whole you know pretty much the whole record they we we like me me and ross worked on like the the layout aspect of the record but he did all the artwork uh for it and it turned out oh, amazing i absolutely love it i'm so hyped on it okay oh yeah well i'm definitely looking forward to, to seeing the final product I, i'm stoked on it and I'm, I'm really curious yeah it's uh it's definitely like like i don't know i feel like we knew going into it like we want to keep like some kind of i like the same kind of idea of like the from me to you cover where it's just kind of like that expressionism type of art but kind of do it a little differently mm -hmm. you know and uh just make it like we really were, were striving to make like the record like the artwork for the whole record like complete you know like make it as like this is like telling story you know yeah and uh it it turned out it turned out better than better than i was expecting honestly and it just looks amazing oh yeah well i'm happy that you're stoked on it uh, and i'm sure um, everyone else will be too because i'm sure it'll help complete the the package you know as like you know the, bringing the record and you know all the songs and everything else together yeah it kind it makes that it it it's like the last like i guess like the missing piece to like like the title and the songs you know and the, like the lyrics you know what i mean it's mm -hmm. just like that it, it it all blended together the right way and it just felt really good okay and um a, a while back uh, you guys did this uh um, you know the shirt with uh you know dark medicine shout out uh, matt wren uh, it was like a, a palace rip and i was curious like you know who decided that because I, I thought that was super sick because I, I love that logo like that palace logo so to see you guys kind of you know um you know uh, twist it and uh, you know have it say one step closer i thought that was awesome dude yeah that was also like ross uh we we were like running through ideas for for rips because mm -hmm. we always we always like doing a good rip here and there yeah and uh we did we did that noah rip and he and we were talking about that and then he was like yo i got this idea actually and he like sent he sent over this the palace rip i was like oh that's fucking tight like that's actually really cool uh because we did that toy machine we did a toy machine rip like way back and then we did like the world industries rips and then we're always trying to like keep it, you know, any kind of like skateboarding stuff that we, that we enjoy. That's like, like I said, like, like part, like, especially for me and Ross, like a big part of our childhood and like a big part of like growing up. So, uh, and we still love it obviously. So anything with like skateboarding, even if it, you know, gets a little annoying or repetitive, like that's just, that's just who we are as people. So 
Yeah, no, it, it, it's sick. So uh, keep it up. I, I appreciate that stuff. And I love seeing it because it, it, it's, it's always cool in, in my book when, uh, when I feel like bands do it right. Yeah, Okay. I agree. And and also, you know, still on, on the, the merchandise topic, uh, who's doing those designs for, um, you know, that, that uh, is it, oh, I'm trying to remember now, Gold Set, Golden Set? Um, oh, yeah, Gold Set. Gold Set. Yeah. yeah. Like shout out Tom Dom, yeah. Okay, because those those shorts that you guys recently came out with are uh, you know pretty out there. I, I think it's um, really interesting. And like, where does that like those designs come from? Like, who's the creative mind behind that? We um so that we did that jacket and the gloves in like February mm-hmm. uh, through Gold Set. Me and Ross uh designed that jacket together. Like pretty much, Tom Tom sent us like a a bunch of like uh just like sample like i guess like pretty much like like mocks of jackets mm-hmm. and he was just like you guys could pick any jacket that you guys like the style of and just do what you want like tell me what you want and we can make it happen mm-hmm. so we picked the one and we we're just like we need to make this a sherpa with corduroy and like you know we went into like the detail like of like what we want where and like you know we got a sample it felt like we were like doing like a legit like clothing brand and like we got a sample in and then we made adjustments to the sample and like it was just really cool and like a really fun process so that that was ross and i doing that and same thing with the gloves like ross had the idea to do ski gloves and then we kind of like did that where we kind of just wanted to pretty much rip like a north face glove and just kind of make it cool um and then for the shorts ross had this idea from I forget what uh, military it is, but it's this crazy cloud military camo print. Mm-hmm. And it's not, I, I think it might be China. I don't know what, what it is exactly, but like he randomly stumbled across a photo of it and he was like, that is a crazy idea for like, like some kind of like camo print. And like, I feel like a lot of bands do camo and I feel like camo is not really our thing. You know what I mean? Like at least in our wheelhouse of like stuff that we'd want to do. Uh, but we kind of wanted to do something that was like kind of our own, I guess. So Ross had that idea. We sent him some, we sent Tom like a couple ideas and then he um, sent us back like all these ideas for like clouds and like, he was like, pick which ones and we'll just make it, make it happen. And we picked like some ones that we liked and like he just did his thing. And I, I think they turned out so cool. Mm-hmm. I think that's like actually like probably one of my favorite like OSC pieces we've ever made just because like, I I don't know. I like, if I saw like a brand like palace or Supreme doing that, I would buy them in a heartbeat. Cause that's just like, I like those weird one-off pieces sometimes that, that just like are unique, you know? So I think they turned out really cool. I was really stoked on those. Yeah, I feel like it's funny that you mentioned like Supreme because I feel like when I'm trying to buy one step closer merch, it's like a Supreme drop. Shit's like selling out left and right. I'm you know chasing these cut and sews, and I can't get a hold of one. You know, FYA, you know, exclusive colorway hoodies. I can't get a hold of one. You know, things are just moving too fast. So I love, I, 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 I love that you guys are you know um you know wanting to be involved in making these awesome pieces of merch, but I also hate it because the fact that you guys care that much and make it cool, it makes like you know people want to buy it and you know get a hold of it. So it's just like that much harder for me. Uh, but you know, one day my, my dream is to have a, uh, you know, uh, one step closer cut and sew hoodie 
you know, from Ross. Dude, <laughs> we'll we'll make you one straight up. We'll make you a one of one. I don't give a fuck if you if you want one that bad. Like, dude, I would totally do that. Dude, I I want one. <laughs> I, I I don't yeah, want to be yeah, greedy, you, but I want one. Yeah, you got it. Man. Yeah, okay. honestly, yeah, we. It, it's just hard because those takes. Like, I don't think people realize like how much time those take. Mm-hmm. You know, and like we literally do like we get the hoodies, we cut them up. We, you know, pretty much Mitch masterpieces. And then we sew them all back together. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's a process. And like, we don't have, like, I mean, we are spending like eight hours a day in my, my grandparents' basement, just sewing and like pinning and, you know, trying to get these all done. And then it's just such a process. And then they, you know, like people are hyped on them. And like, I feel bad when people are like, damn, like they sold out so quick and I didn't get one. And I really wanted one, but it's like, it, it's, it's just like, we can't physically do anymore. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And like, we still, we like doing it where it's like, yeah, it's like a hundred percent made by us and not just like, oh yeah, we went to Tom and like had them make like a cut and sew hoodie, you know, wherever he gets his stuff made from. And like, had them manufacture like 250 of them and then we put them out. You know what I mean? It's like, these are handmade, you know? Uh, and then some of the other stuff, like, I know we were getting like kind of ragged on for like the, the polo, the rugby is that we did recently, not too long ago. Really? By who? Haters. Like, yeah, people on Twitter were like kind of blown us up, which like, it wasn't a big deal, but like, we were like, kind of like, kind of like, like okay you know we'll, we'll we'll take that we'll take that that way but like it was just like we got these rugby's from like this place in their their they're based out of Seattle Washington I think mm-hmm. and they're like made in the USA rugby's and they were expensive as hell and we we were they, like they were sold out of so many sizes so we were just mismatching like whatever we could get to at least get like a small run of them and then we got them, you know, embroidered and stuff like that. But like, like, uh, it's the same company that like, like streetwear brands and like bigger, you know, like brands go through. And we, we were just like, like, damn, these are really cool. Like, let's just do as much as we could afford to do mm-hmm. and like, just put them out. You know what I mean? And I think because they sold out so fast, like people were kind of just like giving a shit for it a little bit. That's weird. But, like it, it, it's, it's like, Okay. I, I I get people being mad that they can't you know get it because it's sold out, but to try to give you guys crap uh, for it selling out I, th- that just seems so backwards. Like sh- people should be stoked that you guys are you know selling out of these uh, you know things that you're putting out because what do they want you to just have like these endless quantities and not sell these things? Well, yeah, that's and like like I think I think sometimes people think we're like we're we're, we're sitting back and just like making a killing on this stuff, mm-hmm. but like it's costing us so much to make like this kind of like a little bit crazier like items like we're like barely making shit on them you know what i mean because yeah. we don't want to like jack up the prices and make it like seem like oh we're like selling out or something or yeah. like trying to like make them killing but like we want to make it fair and like make it so people are like like okay with paying the price for something and and try to also give people quality items and uh like try to put as much thought and creativity into the stuff that we do like I don't know. We, we, we never want to put out like one half-assed music and mm-hmm. two half-assed, you know, merch or anything like that, just because I, I think that's just lazy 
on our end you know that's that's the way i feel at least yeah and it, people got to realize like like look at the the, the landscape like w like there's not a lot of bands putting out you know quality um you know and unique pieces of merch like you guys are and and it's for a specific reason because it, it takes a lot of you know work and you know effort to actually want to be that involved and you know uh, make sure that the stuff you're putting out is quality so for your, you guys to you know take that extra time to do that uh, it, it says a lot and i think a lot of people who aren't familiar with how you know on that side of um you know the industry runs uh you know probably uh you know don't understand obviously and that's why they get upset but i feel like when people uh, know how things uh you know happen behind the scenes and like how much time it, it takes to actually want to get things made with quality I, I feel like people would like understand and be a little more forgiving i, I yeah I, I agree i i just think like i'm not trying to obviously blow smoke up our ass or mm -hmm. anything like people make insane merch you know and like there's other bands that do really cool shit and like like those recent tsunami shorts that they did like that camo print with like the guy with the fucking gun like mm -hmm. all throughout it like that shit was insane it looked fucking awesome like i i should have i wish i scooped a pair of them i know like even like drain does really really cool merch designs a lot of the times and like you know there's like there's like tons of bands that do really cool shit i just like like uh we i think just just naturally like especially with ross like ross's mind just kind of goes a mile a minute with mm -hmm. like merch ideas and stuff like that where like he just likes creating and doing stuff like that so like we're i feel like as a band that's just what we like to do and that's just what we do you know we love we like clothes we are big like into fashion you know type stuff like for the most part in the band and like we want to put that into anything that we could anything we do you know so like we're going to continue to like you know do our best and just try to try to make cool pieces for for everybody yeah well i i appreciate it keep it up uh you know i'm um, obviously uh people are buying it you know obviously you're, you're selling out for a reason if, if it wasn't you know a quality stuff or um you know stuff that people enjoyed you know you, you wouldn't be selling out like that so uh, i i say keep it up it's awesome and it's really fun to to see you guys do these um, you know cool pieces oh yeah thanks man okay and uh you briefly mentioned drain uh you know this is a good segue you guys uh have a show coming up with drain a, a pretty big one uh, uh which is happening um in september it's like uh, you know that terror comeback kid love is red misery signals drain uh mad's playing dares playing in hollywood so yeah I, i'm curious uh uh how does it feel to be on that kind of show, uh, uh, especially in the area? I'm, um, you know, in Nashville. Uh, I'm not, uh, you know, too familiar with that scene out there. But for you guys to be on such a big show like that, uh, you know, how did that come together? And uh, are you guys, uh, you know, stoked on that? Yeah, I, that. So that's part of something that hasn't been announced yet. That we're that we're doing. Um, uh, like the the month of September is going to be pretty busy for us, mm -hmm. and like. I don't know why that show was announced like when it was because that was announced like what like two weeks ago at least now probably right yeah like two three weeks ago yeah yeah so uh but dude that show is gonna be insane I'm so excited for that show just because like that lineup is crazy and we've never played Nashville believe it or not and like obviously that's on the east coast but like mm -hmm. we've just we've we've never been to Nashville I've well I've never even been to Nashville in general so I'm just excited to be there and like hang out. And I know that's like a furnace fest pre-show, I think. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure it's sold out too. Oh, now, wow. I, I, I that's think wild. so. Like, 
yeah it sold out in like a day or two mm-hmm. so like i i think i know that like i guarantee you like that obviously that show is gonna be cool um but yeah i'm stoked i'm stoked to be on that for sure oh yeah and i love seeing you know all the bands from california on that shout out you know terror uh dare and drain uh, three awesome bands from out here oh yeah i love i love them all also like all super great dudes and and all those bands super great people 100 uh they've all been good to me so yeah i love those bands great music great people um so that show got announced and then you guys are i'm um, also announced to play the uh the philly barbecue which i'm uh such a huge fan of like that whole idea so to to see you guys on that i was like hell yeah that, that that's super awesome that they reached out and you guys were able to play that because that, that whole lineup you know from top to bottom is super sick dude yeah that um so we are supposed to play the one that was gonna happen last year mm-hmm. and uh bob wilson who's booking it you know i've known we've known bob i think since probably like 2017 you know so mm-hmm. we, we've known bob a good a good bit of time and he's always rode super hard for for one step closer so like when when we were talking about that and he was like yeah like if you guys want to play this like but like i would love to have you like i i was super stoked and uh i think that lineup just represents like you know pa and just like northeast hardcore you mm-hmm. know it like in a nutshell pretty much so like i'm just i'm just stoked like and that's our first show back too oh so okay. like yeah, so that's July 10th, and which is coming up, and I like I, I can't think of a better sh- first show back in my opinion, mm-hmm. just at least for us because like it's not far from home, and it's just like a lot of friends and just a lot of cool bands. So I'm excited for that one as well. Yeah, yeah, just the representation of just like the area, it, it's it's so sick, and it's also crazy too when you think about like damn, like all these bands are like the majority just from like this one like concentrated area. It, it's crazy yeah i agree okay damn and uh, were, was there any thoughts of doing another first show back or was that just the first one that came up so we were kind of hesitant on playing summer shows mm-hmm. um just with everything and like uh i don't know we we are just kind of like playing it by year i guess and then once all these shows started popping up and like everybody started playing again we were just like man we want we we just want to play you know what i mean we're, we're just gonna do it we haven't done it in a while and like obviously it's been fucking a year and a half or like almost a year and a half and it's just like i don't know it, it was like that was the uh, an opportunity and we were just like yeah let's just let's just do it so uh we didn't really have any ideas like we were originally thinking like you know have maybe the record release or something be for a show back but it just didn't end up working out that way. And uh, I think what we got planned, like like what we're planning at least for the record release is, is going to be fucking cool. So I'm excited. Okay. And so, yeah, I, I wasn't going to ask you about that because I don't want to go too deep into the new record stuff. But since you brought it up, I, I have to ask, is there like some sort of date or, or is that just it's, too early? It's too early. Like I'm not going to talk about date or anything yet. Okay. Uh, but the lineup is going to be cool. Uh, I'm really pumped and I love every band that's playing. So it's just, it's just going to be, it's going to be a good time. I'm, I'm, I'm super excited. Okay. Hell yeah. And an, another show that got announced, a pretty big one. You guys are traveling to Chicago for the knock loose two night show. 
you guys are on the, the the second night with Karma, Magnitude, Gatekeeper, that whole tour. Um, I, I feel like that's a great opportunity. Um, obviously, I know you're friends with some of those guys on the bill, but I, yeah. Uh, have you guys um you know played like uh, that big of a show before so i'm trying to think um you know obviously like in chicago uh, is what i'm asking yeah no we have we've never played that big of a show in chicago um we've played we played that the knuckle puck show uh-huh. in february of last year in chicago was pretty big uh but it wasn't at a big venue it was at like a smaller cap venue because that tour was like all like i think like 250 and like 300 cap venues mm-hmm. for, for the most part so i think that the venue we played at that last time was a 300 cap and i think the first time we were there was like a 150 cap or something like that so yeah this is definitely it's a big one you know i, I mean i'm really really excited for that uh we have a bunch of other stuff in september that hasn't been announced yet as well i think we should have an announcement next week hopefully okay so yeah, so there's there's more stuff to come for September too. It's it's gonna be it's gonna be cool. I'm really stoked. And this is where I, I kind of let the greedy side of me come out. Now, um, can we expect any West Coast announcements? Uh yes. Okay. Oh, okay. Awesome. That's uh, yes. That's great because obviously I'm, I've only seen you guys uh, once on the West Coast out here. You guys played Sand and Fury. I felt like that was like a, a great introduction for a lot of people. Uh, you know, to, to see you guys. Um, yeah. And, I, you know, I, I was wondering if anybody had filmed the set. So I went on like YouTube and I, I found one uh, person who I'm not I, I don't even know who it is, but there, there there's one, uh, you know, set and it's not even the whole set. It, I, I think it's like the first couple songs. Uh, and I was like, how is this like not or how did nobody film it? But then I'm like, I'm watching on stage and I see my friend uh, Steven from 197 Media filming your guys' set. And I, I got to reach out to him and be like, yo, where's that footage? Because if, if he filmed Dude, it. Yeah, I would we, love to see that f- footage because that was probably like i mean outside of like the those have hard shows that we played like Mm -hmm. that set like for the first time on the west coast like every like we got you know a lot of love on that set and like that was just like a really fun one and like the room was like obviously like packed out and i I, like i was just like you know being like there i was super surprised because i didn't know what to expect you know what i mean that's Mm -hmm. our first time on the west coast like I, i don't know what to expect and you know we got a lot of love and i was just really stoked and i would i would love to see that footage like i i think that'd be really cool so yeah if you if you do end up reaching out to him let me know because i would i would die to see that yeah no trust me when because i i didn't know that i i didn't realize or remember that he was on stage so when i was watching this person's video on youtube and i saw him on stage filming i was like all right i was like i have to reach out to him and see what's going on because uh, you know him and i are friends like we we, we talk pretty often so uh, and, yeah. I, and I, I, I would have asked him like way before, but I didn't know that he filmed until I, I was watching earlier today on YouTube. So, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely going to reach out to him if he still has it. Um, and, you know, if we can get, you know, maybe to get him to release it, that'd be awesome. But I'll, I'll definitely keep you, keep you updated on what he says when I um, reach out to him about it. Sweet. Yeah, definitely keep me posted on that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And honestly, that set was awesome because I, um, I I was telling Spencer uh, uh, when he was on the podcast that like n- like for a band to come to the West Coast for the first time to get that kind of reaction, like that's not common for like to have like that many people go off and that many people like participate and be involved in the set, that kind of energy. So like it, it, was, it was like such a pleasure to be able to be there and, and experience it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I was I, I was pleasantly surprised with that one. I like I said, I I mean, I knew sound and, like sound and fury is like in my head, like 
that's like one of the best hardcore fests. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, and it was something that, cause like I watched obviously like all the old videos of like all these bands and like, it always just seemed like one of the, one of the biggest as well. It was like pretty much like the West coast, like, like equivalent to like, this is hardcore almost size. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Where they're like having big bands play and like playing at like a, a bigger venue like that and stuff. So like, I was just like a little, like I was a little nervous and especially also cause we played the smaller room mm -hmm. and I was like, are people going to give a shit? You know what I mean? Are people going to come up here? Like, and like when, when we got done and there was like, you know, people waiting outside still trying to get inside, but they like capped it off or whatever. I was like, Oh, that's really like, I, I'm that's hype. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's really cool that, that at least like people got like, we're in here and like, we're watching, you know? So, yeah. uh, but yeah, I can't wait to come back. Um, we're, we're, we, we got some plans for the West coast, so we'll, we'll be out there. Okay, hell yeah, definitely looking forward to it because, uh, like I said, uh, fan of your band, obviously, but yet to, to see you guys out here and have that kind of reaction, and, and that was like you know uh, a couple of years ago at this point. So I, I can only imagine what it's going to be like now when you guys come back, and obviously there's like way more people who listen to you guys now, and you have all these new songs to play. I, I just feel like it's going to be a, an awesome time. Hell yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm like, I think the, what we have planned, I think will it'll be perfect too. So. I think it'll get people hyped. Okay, and um, and one thing that I, I noticed about you, um, uh, since the last time we talked, you've grown out your hair, which is uh, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, which is crazy. <laughs> it's it's cool, you know. Long hair is awesome. Uh, have you ever had your hair this long before? And are you going to keep it like that for a while? Yeah, so I've been on like on and off like through my years, of, like of like I guess like pretty much since high school like like growing up through high school and stuff like that i would grow my hair out a little bit and then i'd cut it short and then i'd bleach it and then i'd you know once the bleach grew out i'd leave it like my natural hair color for like a month and then i'd re-bleach it and then you know what i mean like and then grow it back out or whatever like it was just like kind of a never-ending prop like i always like changing up my appearance kind of mm -hmm. uh just because it that's just what I just like looking different kind of all the time. So now, you know, through like right before quarantine, I was like thinking like, like in that, the beginning of that knuckle puck tour before that turnstile one, I was just like, yeah, like my hair's starting to get a little long. Like maybe I should just like let it grow out. And then the quarantine happened and I was like, oh, well, I guess, I guess I'm just growing my hair out. You know what I mean? I'm mm -hmm. just letting it go. And uh, yeah. So now it's like pretty much, down down to like my shoulders you know what i mean so but i yeah I'll, I'll probably keep it for a while i i've been i've been liking it uh and it's just honestly as it's gotten longer and kind of like got like kind of i guess like like float itself out in a way mm -hmm. like it's just gotten better so like and i've liked it more so I'll, I'll probably leave it long for a bit i keep getting comments that i look like brendan from turnstile and it's just kind of funny, but like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I, I honestly, I always feel weird telling people that they look like somebody else. Cause what if, you know, they don't like that. And I don't want to disrespect anybody, but that's, you know, pretty interesting. No, nah, I, I love Brendan. So mm -hmm. like it's, and like, even like I'll, I'll like shoot him, like I'll, I'll text him and just be like, yeah, like I think we're just looking more and more alike now. We'll just like send each other photo, like photos of each other back and forth and just be like, yeah, I think we, yeah, I think we do. So like, 
uh he'll, he'll like ask me like how my hair growth is going and shit. it's funny so like, <laughs> that's awesome but uh yeah it, it's it's been great I, I i think i'll probably end up keeping it i also kind of want to rock it like for for some sets and see what it's like too okay hell yeah well um i appreciate the hair uh you know looks good <laughs> on you so that, that that's a good new look um but <laughs> thank you man. Uh, last thing uh you guys, uh, One Step Closer was one of the bands that, uh, you know, did uh, like a live set with Hate Five Six, which I love Sonny's work. I feel like everything he does is awesome. Uh, but oh, I, I, oh, yeah. I was just curious about uh, what your guys' experience was like back then, because um, I was back in August and I, I was curious about like all the shirts that you guys hung up because I was watching it live and I, I thought it was awesome. Uh, but I was just curious about, uh, you know, what it was like from your perspective. Yeah, it was cool. Uh, we it felt at that point it was like six months after the turnstile tour or somewhere around there, like just about six months. So it just felt so good to play, you know? And like, that was the first time because Spencer came down for that one too. And just like hung out there while we played. And that was the first time we saw him in like six months. So it was just like a good reunion. Sonny's amazing. Uh, like, was super great to work with and like he's always been like like uh, like I, I think he's like like kind of been like super helpful with us and just like always been like very supportive and like stuff like that so like just kind of doing it with him and just like having fun and like making it what we wanted it to be was it was just great we kind of the the whole shirt thing didn't end up the exact way we wanted to and we wanted we tried to get this projector going in the background because we wanted it to be like it was all wb like wilkes bands mm -hmm. uh like shirts up on the wall and then we wanted to have there's this old film from like the 19 uh, i could be wrong but i think it's from the 20s from like very early film days of like when they're just getting that or maybe it's the 40s some i i'm wrong i'm probably wrong on the timeline but some sometime in the early 19 1900s that it's like they're just filming this movie like driving on the back of a car through books bear okay. and we wanted to have that playing in the background because there's i don't think there's any audio and i think it's just like people like videotaping off the back of this car and so we wanted to have that playing and then us playing as well but it didn't end up working out because the projector broke uh so it just it, it, it was cool though it still ended up being fun and like i think the reaction to it was good and I, it seemed like people were excited for it and like um i don't know i i had a great time yeah no it, it was fun to watch and you, you guys were giving away merch on the stream which was cool yeah we we wanted to like give some stuff away and also kind of like give sunny just like random shit just because like we just like we like to show appreciation for like people that help us out and like mm -hmm. people that do cool things for us. And like, we, we try to, we try to do that and just like make sure people feel appreciated, you know, for the work and hard work that they do. So hundred percent. Uh, Sonny is definitely like this like pillar in our community. He does, uh, you know, so much for, for everybody. And I, I hope people like realize how hard uh, he works and the, the work that he like does is just like uh, amazing. Just like the quality and, you know, uh, obviously like, he gets so much love and people sending him all these like, you know, old sets that are getting unearthed and he's like, you know, putting them out there. So um, he's super important and I, I, I love him and everything that he does. That dude works his ass off for the scene. And like it blows my mind when I see people just like 
shitting on him for random stuff mm-hmm. and like when i'm just like damn like this dude like doesn't need to be, like i i mean like now like i know like you know his patreon's doing well and like i know like what he deserves at 110 percent. you know what i mean yeah. and like i'm so happy to see him like making something off all this hard work finally but like like for the longest time this man was doing it for nothing you know what i mean mm-hmm. and like the only reason why you're able to see this this band playing in you know Anaheim when you live uh in fucking Wilkes-Barre, Pennsylvania is because of him, you know, flying out there and filming that fest or that big show, you know. So like, or even same thing, same thing here. Like, the only reason why like half the people on the West Coast are in, or like in the middle of fucking Idaho or something is able to watch this is hardcore and not be there is because of him, you know. So like. We we owe a lot to him, I think. Hundred percent. Sure. This is like whenever anybody is negative towards him, like uh, when it comes to like you know hardcore stuff, I'm just like, imagine what our scene would be like without him. There'd be like this yeah, giant and, hole, you know. And he's done nothing but like, dude, like I mean, he's helped once up closer grow just from posting videos of us. Like he mm-hmm. has that power now. Where like, true. If he posts uh, a video of your band playing. And it gets any kind of traction like you're going to like get more listeners and get more followers you know what i mean like you're going to become like a little bit more known just from him posting a video you know what i mean like he helps the community he helps spread hardcore you know and it's like what more could you ask for you know what i mean yeah and also he's a, a you know a genuine dude right like outside of like all like the, the filming and the hardware stuff just like him as a person like you know talking to him and oh absolutely dude, great great person so dude 100 percent. that's why like when we when he like asked us to, to do that like just the whole experience even just like setting up and like getting it all together like he was just stoked and we were stoked and like just like happy to like conversate and just like we were both like I, it truly felt like on both ends like we were all just having fun and like for the first time in like six months through like probably the like one of the worst parts of the pandemic you know what i mean the early parts when everyone's just like fuck when is this gonna be over mm-hmm. it was just like damn we have this like exciting time and like just have like you know even though we don't there's not you know nothing to really look forward to at the like at the time we we have like this moment right now to like just do it and have fun okay all right and final final thing uh you mentioned this old video of like you know somebody just filming through uh wilkes bear like who had the idea to look something like, like that up because i you know i love where i'm at and i've like the oldest footage i've seen of like anaheim is like old disney shit right like early days of disneyland so now i'm thinking like damn like what is like the oldest like footage i could find of this city because now you, you got me so curious dude yeah um i'm trying to think how we found that i think somebody else told us about it like some other lo- like local dude mm-hmm. dude wilkes is such a small such a small town you know what i mean and uh i think and like because it's such a small town that any kind of like hyped footage or like anything like that that happens around here like people just know about it mm-hmm. because of the fact that nothing like that ever really happens here so there's old, like, I think also people probably found it because there's this really, like, famous flood, like, the Flood of 72 uh, title fight song. Mm-hmm. That's about, like, a real flood that happened in Wilkes-Barre and, like, wiped out, like, 
a lot of properties and just like really was like very devastating to our area. So I, th- and there's a lot of videos and shit about that. And like, um, so I think because of that, like people probably found that other thing just from like YouTube suggested or something like that, just because like I said, like, that's like, a, like there's a lot of videos and different things on that. So, but honestly, I have no idea who found it or, or like who showed it to me, but I just remember seeing it like a couple of years ago. And then like for that idea, we were thinking like either do the, like something about the flood in the background and like have stuff about the flood or have that other like movie thing going on in the background, but it didn't end up working, but maybe in the future. Okay. Yeah. That's what I was going to ask next is like, is that door still open where you could still use uh, find another projector and maybe use that footage? Yeah, we have, uh ideas for something along the lines of like a a video thing but a little different than that we Mm want to we we have we have some ideas cooking for uh for some stuff so i think we'll have something like that in the future um at least for like a handful of shows awesome well damn Ryan, this is this has seriously been so awesome. It's been so great to sit down and be able to talk to you at length because obviously, like, we'll, I'll chime in here and there with you, but to to be able to do the podcast again, this has been a, a, a great pleasure of mine. So seriously, thank you again, dude. Of course, yeah. I like it's been this has been a great conversation. I haven't even like realized like I just checked my phone time and I was like, holy shit, it's been like an hour and a half already. Like I don't know, it just kind of flew by. So it was nice to catch up and just. Like, I, I feel like we've both kind of grown in different ways, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's been nice to kind of just like, you know, talk about those and like talk about our experiences over the past, you know, a little bit. So, oh, yeah. Well, um, is there anything else you'd like to say or shout out before we sign off? Um, Let me see. Kind of yeah, what, what a shout out, Wilkes Bear. That's that's the that that's that's what's holding us down, you know? So, mm-hmm. OK, hell but, yeah. Shout yeah. out Wilkes Bear. Well, seriously, I, I appreciate you taking the time to do the podcast again. Uh, definitely means a lot. Thank you to everybody who tuned in and we'll be back soon.